welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, and thanks for joining me again on the Daring Designers Club podcast. If you've been catching up over the past few weeks, you'll know that we've been working one by one through my three P's of your design business. We started with portfolio and pricing, and today we're finishing off the trio with process. Once you get your pricing and portfolio sorted, it kind of feels like you have everything done and ready to go ahead with your business, but I'd really urge you to spend a good amount of time working on your process as well. I think this is one of the most overlooked parts of your client work and it has such potential to make your business more professional, easier to run and best of all, it will make your life so much easier. You can honestly take my word for that. Also, it doesn't only make your own life easier, but it will definitely make your clients' lives easier too and mean they will be more likely to refer more clients to you. I always think your portfolio and pricing is what will make people start working with you, but your process is the thing which will make them continue to work with you and also refer other people to you, which means even more projects for you to work on. So first of all, what is a client process? I just want to make it clear that when I'm talking about process, I'm talking about your client process, which is sort of the admin side of things instead of your design process, which is completely different. Design process is also really important, but I think it's a lot more personal. And as a designer, it's a lot easier to find a design process which works perfectly for you as you work through your projects. What's much harder to plan or get used to is your client or business process, which is what we're talking about here. Your client process is a step-by-step action guide which you follow for every client you have as you work through your projects. It stays the same to make sure you always know where you're up to and what you need to do next and it keeps you on track and organised with your projects. You have your process in place, so whatever part of a project you are at, whether it's right at the beginning when you get an inquiry, if you're in the middle of the project designing away, or right at the end when you're passing over files and asking for feedback, you have a map to follow so you know exactly what to send, what you need, and what's going to happen next. The main benefits of having something like this in place are that your projects are naturally more organised as you know exactly what happens when. Your clients will feel more reassured and happy working with you as they're being guided through a new experience step by step. And it also makes your services feel much more premium 
and worth the investment instead of getting scattered emails with no set dates or plans of what will happen. So you might now be thinking, well, what makes a good client process? What do I need to make sure I include in my process to get all of these benefits and make my life and my client's life easier? So I think there are a few things you need to include within your client process to make sure it's effective, useful, and easy to follow. So first of all, you want a start to finish plan. So we want to have our step-by-step process to start right at the beginning and finish right at the end. Our process starts when we get an inquiry from a potential client and ends when you have followed up with the project launch. So you need a plan and steps at every single point in between. You want to know what happens after someone gets in touch and then the plan for what happens after that and after that and continuing on from there. So you want to know exactly what's going to happen until your project is completely wrapped up and passed over to the client. The next thing you need is milestones. Within every project and to follow each of the steps, you want milestones to track and match up with different parts of the process. These milestones are not just there to keep you on track with your project, but also to make sure your client knows when you need things from them, so like their website content or questionnaires you've sent over, and when you need it as well. So for every service you offer, you want to have a list of milestones throughout your project, which you can tick off as you work through them one by one. To match up with your milestones, you also want to have timelines. So this would be timelines for your project as a whole, and then smaller deadlines within that for each of the milestones. When you create each of your service packages, you can set a specific time for each of them, and then plan the timings for each of your milestones based on the main project dates, so the start date and the end date. You then need to make sure these are communicated with the client so they can stick to your timings and make sure the project doesn't run over for you. Next, with any good process comes good business tools to support it, which help you automate and plan your projects. Although it's possible to have a good process without systems in place, Good tools can not just support every part of your process, but they also keep it organized, timely, and sometimes automated, which means you don't have to do a thing to keep the process going. I'm going to talk through some great tools to support your process later in the episode, but in general, you want a communication tool, a project management tool, and a client management tool. And these could all be within the same program, by the way. You don't need lots of different systems. And finally, the most crucial element of your process, especially on your client side of the project, is for you to have boundaries. Boundaries are important in all areas of your business, but especially within your process, because you're creating a plan which helps your business and projects, and the boundaries will make sure it keeps going in the way it's supposed to. You can put boundaries in place for your project by setting strict deadlines for your milestones, setting yourself office hours for when you communicate, making sure your clients use the systems and tools you put in place, and making sure your clients reply to you in a timely manner. Those five things I would say are the key ingredients to a perfectly crafted client process, which will make you so easy to work with and also save you time throughout your projects. 
So now we've talked about what makes a good client process. Now we're going to talk about building your process. So how do you bring yours together and build the process out? And then how do you implement it for your clients? So the first step is having a plan. I'm such a big plan person and I always like to plan out absolutely every part of my business as much as possible before I make a start. And I really recommend that you do the same here. So grab yourself a pen and some paper and I would spend some time writing down every part of your current services and everything that needs to happen within these projects. Like we said before, we want every single part of your project covered and the easiest way to plan this is to split your process into three parts. So first we have your onboarding, which is everything from someone getting in touch to booking the project with signed contracts and payments. Then your project process, which is everything that happens within the project. So anything you need your client to send, going through the design process and then finishing up your designs and the project. And then finally, we have the offboarding process, which is basically anything you need to happen when the project is finished, like sending over files, following up and getting any feedback. So write down each of these parts of your process and everything that needs to happen within each section. A great tip would be to write each part of your process on a sticky note or separate pieces of paper so you can move them around if you think things would work better in a slightly different order, so earlier or later in the process. This will give you a bit more flexibility to really think about what would work best for you and your clients without just having a really, really messy piece of paper in front of you. Not that there's anything wrong with that either. Um, (laughs) This just feels a little bit neater for me and my perfectionist brain. So the next step of planning your client process is putting everything you need in place for your process to happen. So go through each step of the process you've planned and see what is needed for each one. This is going to be different for everyone, so go with your plan and create everything you need to support the process. A few things which are really helpful to get your process in place are contact forms or contact information on your website, canned or template emails which you can send at each part of the process, appointment schedulers or a system to help clients book a suitable time to talk to you, document templates for contracts, forms, invoices and proposals and systems you want to use for communication, project management or client management. So finally, although it might seem like you have everything in place, the last thing you need to do for your client process is to test it. It might seem like you have it all set and everything is going to be perfect and work for every project, but there's a big difference between planning out a process, how you hope it will go, and then having it work out in practice. You might find that once you've tried the process out with a few clients, some steps work out better at different stages, or maybe some bits aren't as necessary as you thought, or there might need to be some extra reminders in certain places. For example, for a web designer, getting website content from a client is usually quite a tricky part of the project. So maybe you just need to add in an extra pre-scheduled canned email to make sure this is being done before you start your projects. Don't worry at all if the process doesn't work out 100% straight away. The whole point is that we can be flexible and move things around, keep improving it over time, making sure it's serving you and your clients in the best way possible. 
So finally, some systems that you can use. So I just want to round this episode off by giving you some recommendations for programs or business tools that could support you with your client process. I can go through this in a bit more detail if that would be helpful in a future episode, but I recommend doing a bit of research into the tools you can use and making the most of free programs or trials to see what works best for you. So first up we have G Suite, which is Google's business system and it's great to manage emails, your calendar, and you can arrange files with clients using Google Drive. Asana is a project management tool which you can use to track tasks, communicate with clients, and also gather feedback and files. I use Asana as part of my process and it's also free to use, which is great. Trello is very similar to Asana, but works by having cards and boards instead of lists. And sometimes people work a little bit better that way. Dubsado is a great client management tool, which can control your invoicing, contracts, forms, and also includes amazing automation and probably too many functions to mention in this small snippet, but I would definitely recommend giving that a go. Zapier or Zapier is another amazing automation tool which works by combining all the business tools that you have and use and brings them together to work on tasks in the background without you even knowing about it. And finally, another client management tool is Hello Bonsai, which is quite similar, manages invoices, contracts, etc., um, but doesn't have some of the more extended options that Dubsado has. So pick and choose which tools work for you, and you generally only need to use one or a couple, if any. You may even find that you can run your process quite easily just using old-fashioned email and a list to keep track of the project. So we've had a really good run through of client processes in this episode and I hope you've managed to have a think about what process would work for you and if adding a process into your business can be beneficial for you, your clients and even better for your time. If you have any questions about client process, systems or anything else I've mentioned today, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram at GattoWeb and you can also find me on my website GattoWeb.com or even in our Facebook group, Just for Designers, which you can find by searching for the Daring Designers Club. We've now been through each P, so portfolio, pricing and process, which should help guide you towards some really good foundations for your design business. If you would like even more information about these things, I also have a free workshop on my website, which you can sign up for, and I'll add the link into the show notes here. That might give you a little more detail or you might just prefer watching a workshop instead of listening to a podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.